discovering your purpose. When you look at many who are alive and the way things are in this world, one thing that you see is that many don't understand what purpose is all about. Many people don't know their purpose and eventually they don't have an understanding of God's universal purpose. There's God's universal purpose, then there is your personal purpose in the universal purpose. So everybody's personal purpose is a subset of God's universal purpose. So you must have an understanding of God's universal purpose, then an understanding of your personal purpose. That is when you have a meaningful life. Now, your word in season. Hallelujah. It's a blessing to be in the house of God one more time. Turn to somebody and say, it's good to sit by you. It's... Praise God. Hallelujah. Just for a short time, let's get into the word of God. And um, I pray you hear what he has to say. Amen. Amen. We've been dealing with discovering your purpose. Okay. And we've learned so many things. Purpose is the original intent. Purpose is the intention that initiated the creating of a thing. Okay? So God has a purpose. And there was a purpose for which he gave birth to you. And we have come to understand that there's the universal purpose of God. Uh, individual purposes in the universal purpose of God. And finding our purposes is not difficult. When you discover the universal purpose of God, you leave it out. By leaving it out, he guides you in his will for your life. I hope you get it. So it's not supposed to be so clumsy where you don't understand. It's almost like, um, what's, what is it? At a point in your life, you should come to the place where one of your important prayer points is that, Lord, lead me in the way of your will because god's will is mysterious until you search for it you may not find it all right that is why we pray most of the times we tend to think prayer is for getting things prayer basically is to get you tuned to god's will that, that is majorly what it is for to find yourself in the center of his will you get the point. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To live in Amekum or Aswansi. Amekum or Aswansi is not in the Bible. It's not written in the Bible. So when it comes to that decision, there is definitely a place that he wants you to be per time. That is where we ask, Lord, what is your will concerning this? Then you see, he will guide you into the right place. I hope you are getting the point. So let that become one of your major prayer points. Guide me according to your will, Lord. May I be at the center of your will. Some of his will we know because it is written for us in the scriptures. Most of it is unknown because it's a mystery. Everybody is going to Egypt. Should I also go? God says, don't go, stay here. You see, the natural 
course of things is that I move. But God, what is your will? God says, stay here. Sometimes God says, go. Because when you find yourself in the center of his will, that is where you are blessed. You get the point. Hallelujah. So, it is the will of God that you prosper. Yes. But then at different junctions, you realize that, Lord, should I, should I leave company A to company B? Or I should stay in company A? That is where now you need to know what he wants per time. I, I hope I'm communicating. So, I pray that you discover his will at every step of the way. In the name of Jesus. This young man is nice. This one too is nice. Who should I choose? All of them look like they will be good husbands. But then, Lord, what is your will for me? If some people had spent time to ask that question, they would have been guided. But they looked at the certificate of the person, the job of the person, the money of the person. You get the point? But sometimes you forget that. The fact that somebody has money and can take care of you does not mean you will be a good husband. The will of God. I pray you find yourself in the center of God's will. In the name of Jesus. Amen. As we look into his word, may his will be unveiled to you at every junction in Jesus' name. Amen. Beautiful. So, Today, I want to look at our resources, knowing your resources, what resources God has given to you, okay, as we pursue purpose. So, you are on earth for a purpose. You are not an accident. He didn't bring you here for nothing. The fact is that you are even blessed to be an African, an African, a black man. I'm telling you. You know, um, slavery, slavery did a lot of things to Africa. The black man is blessed. I'm telling you. I dare not compare, but we are more blessed than the white. Maybe you, 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 don't, you don't know the value of the black man. Let, let me tell you something. The white man didn't capture the black man by force. He can't. He doesn't have that strength. Maybe you don't understand. Let me, let me say this. Hmm. They couldn't come to capture us by force. They can't fight us. Even scientifically, they've, they've, they've proven that our strength is five times more than the strength of a white man. Our energy. What we can do. And, and for your information... It is not the missionaries that brought God to Africa. Don't, don't be mistaken. Listen, we knew God. Even Jesus, I'm talking about Jesus, not God as in God that they worship through the smaller God. I'm talking about Jesus. Let, let's go back. Let's go back. The guy who helped Jesus carry his cross was from Libya. Do, do, do you understand? Do you know Africa? Understand this. Africa is closer to Jerusalem than America. Listen carefully. Listen. On the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came, the Bible says there were many people in Jerusalem at that time. Read. The there were Libyans, 
they were Egyptians. Africans were there in Jerusalem doing what? Already pursuing Jehovah. Okay, the Ethiopian Enoch. Ethio do you know Ethiopia? Is Ethiopia in Europe? The Ethiopian Enoch was reading the scriptures before God sent Philip to him to ask, do you understand what you read? Please understand this. The African is not the disadvantaged one. Look at our continent. We have the most of the resources, rich resources. They didn't force us into slavery. The fact of the matter is that slavery in itself, like someone serving someone, is not evil in God's sight. God made men, men made slaves. But God made men, and men are supposed to serve other men. Sometimes in the capacity of menial jobs. But that doesn't make them slaves. Get it? That's why he says, in the scriptures, he, he, even when somebody had someone he called slave, he said, in the jubilee, you are supposed to set that slave free. But when that person has loved his master... He can decide, I want to be a bond slave. I want to live with you forever. You have been good to me. Then he sells himself and says, look, I will be your servant forever. But if the servant is not happy, he is willing to go. So God himself approves of servitude. Even in the New Testament, he says, he says servants, obey your masters. Ah, so in the New Testament, master and servant relationship is still there. Who sold Africa for slavery? Africans. The whites came to trade. Then they saw that we were hardworking. We had strength they didn't have. Then they had goods that our chiefs and people needed. So when they brought mirror, they took gold and things. Then they saw that the African knows God in a certain way. We need to twist them to see us as gods so that we can enslave them. So, can I continue? So, when they looked at the African, they saw that they liked, because they were conquering territories, okay, they fight each other. So, they, they, they were smart. They said, okay, we can supply you with ammunitions to defeat your enemies. But if we bring you ammunitions, we want people in exchange. So a king will take his own subjects who are strong to the white man and take guns, take gold dust, take those things. So who sold us to them? Our own people sold their relatives to the whites. What were they going to use them for? They tested and found that, that the black man's strength is five times more than the white man's strength. Therefore, if they can capture the black man, they capture him and his God. For if God is somewhere, the place will be fruitful. So we won't allow the black man to build his own. We would receive them by taking them to our place. We have taken them and their God. Then they will work for us. So if a white man will have one hectare harvested, 
if he has blacks, they will harvest five. So who, who has built Europe? Who has built America? They have built it with the manpower of the black man. And they are still afraid of us. Why do they want to separate us? Why did they come to suppress us to share our land? They brought weapons to do what? So that we will fight ourselves and never become a people who are strong. Because united we stand, divided we fall. And any African leader that stood up to say, I will unite Africa, they fought him. Look at what they did to Kwame Nkrumah. Look at what they did to Patrice Lulumba. Look at, look at what they did to uh, 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 all these great leaders. I can mention them and mention them and mention them. Africa is not poor. Africa is rich. Africa is strong. The black man is a great person. Listen to me. You see, when during the slavery times, they will capture them. Look at Elmina Castle, if you've not been there. They will put them right on top of where they built church was the slave dungeon. So now, what, what picture did they want them to see? If the black man was in anguish and he lifted up his eyes to God, who is on top worshipping God? The white man. So the black man always see the white man as his savior. But I tell you, ah, as the end is drawing near, the black man is discovering himself. And we will rise and become mighty. My eyes are watching because when I look at the black man, they are still fighting us. Our currencies have no value. Their currencies rule us. And all of us want to leave our motherland to go and build their own. They want our nurses. They want our doctors. They want all our skilled workers. And we are left with nothing. They will kill Gaddafi because they want the African to beg. We are our own enemies. But for your information, we knew God before the missionaries came. We knew God. What resources are available to us? You know, in my growing up days, I lived with white people. <laughs> what resources are available to us? <laughs> I'm getting very emotional. Who made the poor and who made the rich? In Proverbs chapter 22, verse 2, let's read something there. So I said we are discussing knowing your resources, right? Oh, boy. Africa is blessed. Hmm. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 2. That's what I said, right? Okay, can we have the scripture? Let's read it. Glory to Jesus. You are blessed. The rich and the poor meet together. The rich and the poor, they meet together. The Lord is the maker of them all. The rich and the poor, they meet together. The Lord is the maker of them all. When you read a scripture like this, it presents a picture as if God made some people poor and he made some people rich. That's not true. What he's saying is that God made all people. 
God made all people. All right? Some become rich. Some become poor. Who becomes rich and who becomes poor? Isn't that the situation we find ourselves in Africa? Where he's blessed us with so many resources, so much resources, but because we don't know what to do with the resources, we end up poor. Then not that some who become rich have the resources. They don't have it. But when they get it, they know what to do with them. Therefore, they become rich. So it is not so much of what you have. It is what you do with what you have that makes you poor or rich. So we, let's say we have emerald, but we don't know what to use it for. <laughs> so the one who knows to use it, how to use it comes for the resource and he uses it, then we buy the product. <laughs> All of us are using phones, right? You recharge your phone battery, okay? All right. The major element in the uh, battery, the lithium batteries, okay? Cobalt. You know cobalt? Africa is so rich in cobalt. So there is no phone manufacturer that doesn't depend on Africa. But then, we have cobalt, but we can't make phones. So we sell raw material very cheap. They go and make the phones, and we buy it very expensive. So who becomes poor? We still remain poor, okay? Why? Why? We have the resources, but we don't know what to do with them. May the Lord help you. There is no resource God gave you that will go waste. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I see you living life to the max. In Jesus' mighty name. Somebody shout a living amen. amen. Uh, there are so many things that make men poor, you know. Laziness. You know, laziness is one of the, one of the greatest causes of poverty. When you are lazy, you'll be poor. When you are lazy, you'll be poor. Okay? When you are lazy, come on. When you are lazy, why? Because work, work is part of the purpose of God. He didn't say sleep. He said have dominion. And in having dominion, he said be fruitful, multiply, replenish. That is work. That's the definition of work. <laughs> okay? So the lazy man who doesn't want to work ends up poor. Because he won't use what God gave him. You are lazy, you'll be poor. Let's read some scriptures. You are lazy, you'll be poor. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 4. I pray nobody here will be a lazy person. Lazy people do not prosper. He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. That's the scripture. He becometh poor. He becometh poor. So you can look at a person's life and see this one will be poor. You don't need a prophetic eye. You, with your optical eyes, you look at how lazy a person is. That this one will be poor. Why? He becometh poor that dealeth with what? A slack hand. That is a lazy hand. He won't do anything. He won't do anything. Even the food to put in his mouth. He's lazy about it. Lazy, lazy, lazy. Waiting for somebody to dash him something. You know, be concerned. Be concerned. Be very concerned when you are doing nothing. 
It's a problem. You'll be poor. Please look at somebody and say, you must, you must be a hard worker. You. Hmm? Let's read some more. Proverbs 12, verse 11. When you are, when you are lazy. <laughs> he that tilleth his land shall be satisfied with bread. But he that followeth vain persons is void of understanding. You know, there are some people, they are following their friends everywhere. They have no work to do. <laughs> he that tilleth his land, his land. Work. What, your work that you do, you work hard. Huh? He says you shall be satisfied with bread. So if you want to see the person who won't have bread in the future, look at what he's doing. He's not doing anything. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 13. Are you following the word? All right. I hope I'm, I'm helping you. Okay. Love not sleep. Love not sleep. Love not sleep. Love not sleep. It's lazy people that sleep plenty. You know, um, um, by God's grace, I've had the privilege of witnessing many pregnancies, okay? With my own, my own darling. Not somebody else's pregnancy, like, you know. I've had experience. When the pregnancy is there and the child is forming, most of the time mothers can't sleep. They can't sleep. They feel so uneasy. They sleep one day, wake up. Two minutes, they are up. They can't eat. They are, they are always tired. That is the same experience when you have a vision. When you have conceived a baby in the womb of your imagination that must be born, I tell you. In the nighttime, you sleep one to the impactful people don't sleep much. You can't. The sleep won't come. I will wonder at myself why I can't sleep. I said, no, it's okay. What? Not that I can't sleep like I'm worried though. My adrenaline won't rest. Because this baby I'm carrying is growing. Uh-uh. And every stage, there's this uneasiness because you are carrying something. Check it. Someone says, oh, but you know, God speaks to us through dreams. If you don't sleep, how do you have a dream? <laughs> there are those who sleep, they have dreams. Check it. Check it. The Bible says, dream cometh from the multitude of business. That means, that means until you are a dreamer without sleep, you can't even dream in your sleep. <laughs> yeah. So whilst employees are sleeping at 2 a.m., employer is sitting down dreaming, working. Okay. Then the employee is snoring because one pays the other. One pays the other. <laughs> May you be an employer. Amen. You will be a great employer of labor. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 Proverbs 20 verse 13, right? 
Love not sleep. Lest thou come to poverty. Come on. Love not sleep. He didn't say don't sleep. Don't love it. Eh? When you love something, you clinch to it. <laughs> don't love sleep. Eh? Lest thou come to poverty. Open thine eyes and thou shalt be satisfied with bread. The second thing that I'll say causes poverty is witchcraft. Witchcraft. Yeah, witchcraft will always make people poor. Witchcraft is wickedness. He doesn't want the other person to prosper. So if even he too doesn't prosper, he doesn't care. That's witchcraft. Witchcraft. And some people too are witches. You see them going on, but they don't want others to go on. That's also witchcraft. Some people are very wicked. They would even use money, put it in your hand, and use the money to draw yours. Some people are wicked, though. Very, very, very wicked. So don't be, don't be always happy. He said he gave me this. It, look, it's not everybody who gives somebody something that he gave it to you that he wanted to give to you. He gave it to you to draw something from you. They are very wicked people. And make you a slave. So every day you will come to him to collect. <laughs> he, will come to, he will never show you how to catch the fish. You will always come to him to collect. Say, no, no, I've, I've, I've caught a fish, come for the head. Say, say, or you? He said, no, friend, I'm a name to you. Or yeah, Papa, she. He said, no, you. Come for it. It's a person that I want to know. Or cheerful fra. Now I'm out of fun. That's what I want to know. And so, fun out of the mouth. Yeah, what you miss here? When you mention, I'm a fish, fun coming with you. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that anybody that helps you is, is that. But I'm telling you, Charlie, the things I've met in this life, eh? the, this is my short age that I am. He's giving you, he said, oh, come for, come for. Then the, later he gave you the bones. When he gave you the bones, he said, ah. And then, and then, my my team, I'm content because I can't cast it. I look around for the mommy. You know, so it's, it's almost like, you, you know. <laughs> no, no, they are very wicked people that will put something in your hand not because they want to give you something. They want to snatch everything from your hand. May God make you so discerning, discerning. Listen, listen to what Abraham, when you are a seed of Abraham, you need this discernment. The king of Sodom wanted to give Abraham something. He said, no, please take it. You, you, that, for you to brag that you made me something. No, you, you take it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's there. Don't laugh, sleep. Unless you come to poverty. Nobody here will be poor. In the name of Jesus. The other thing that makes people poor is underuse or abuse of God's given resources. Underuse or abuse of God's given resources. Underuse or abuse of God's given resources. Please remember poverty is not a gift from God. Please. It's not one of the gifts from God. That you are poor. Poverty, I said, is not a gift from God. It's the result of your actions. 
All right? So, the way you are using what you have determines what you become, okay? Yeah, so when, 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 when I look at you, do you know the resources available to you? Do you know it? Do you know the resources available to you? If you know the resources that are available to you, then you use them in order to become what you must become. Does it make sense? But if you don't know them and you don't also use them, then to have it and not use it is worse than not having it at all. Huh? What is the essence of you know how to read but you don't read? There's no need. Okay? I pray that you would use every resource available to you in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout a living amen. amen. Shout it like you are here. Amen. So, your available resources. Let's go. There are resources, resource, okay? That is, that which he gave us in order to become. He is not now going to give them. They are already there. Remember, before Adam and Eve were, were created and formed, he had already provided. They had to take what was there to make what they must make. I hope you are getting the point. Good. So God didn't make a bed, 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 bed that we sleep on. He made wood. Okay? So you, use the resource to make the bed you need. Huh? That means... Say bed. <laughs> he didn't make car. But I personally believe that in, in, the, in, in a certain realm, there were cars. Because the picture, the pictures that men get to invent things. Inventions are not necessarily new things. There are men who are able to tap into the realm of God's ability to create, okay, then they come down with pictures of things they see. Because if there was never a car existing somewhere, man can't have that picture. Understand that when man wanted to make aeroplane, he saw plane because he saw bed. So whatever man is able to invent, he saw it in a certain realm and brought it into the physical. Then used the resources to produce it. Am I communicating? So the first resource, or today I'll maybe, let me touch on two. Because I've been dealing with it and I started from last week or last two weeks. It's your imagination. It's a resource. It, it. Do you know that with your imagination you can visit the future and come back? Imagine. Ima, imagine. You, you image. Then you can come back. Then you bring from your future what you saw into the present. Then make it happen. So, whatever you see birthed by anybody, they saw it. It is you that may be seeing it the first time. 
but they had seen it. Then they held on to it. All right? Held on to it. Then it is like conception. Then the seed will be growing. The seed will be growing. Before what you have imagined will come to be, it must be spoken. So the second resource, words. Okay? Words. And for that matter, the word of God. <laughs> so let's talk about imagination and words. Then today we can round up. Then we'll continue uh, at another time. All right? So in whatever state you find yourself, you can get out. How do you get out? You don't get out by getting out. You get out first with the power of imagination. Imagine, 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 imagine. It's a great resource. I believe it is the greatest resource of man. Because before God will say, let there be, he had already seen it. He was seeing what he wanted to have. I, I know uh, somebody will say, I've been, I've been imagining, I'm nothing, so I'm trying to stop all this. So I've been imagining, I don't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> so, what makes you different from a cow? What makes you different from a cat? What makes you different from animals? You see, it's your power to imagine and to speak. That is the first thing. If not, you tell me. Because even science consider us as mammals. Oh? Ah? Uh, uh? Higher mammals. Whether higher or lower, mama. you are a mama. That's according to science. Say mama. What makes us different? Yes, if even they put higher, that means there's something that we have that they don't have, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's what ha- gives us dominion over them. Don't let anything kill this, your imaginative powers. It's your resource. It's your resource. It's your, your available resources. It's your resource. If even you don't have anything, I told you on Friday, God at a point didn't have the earth. He imagined what he wanted. Then, that picture of what he wanted, he spoke it. Then there was a vehicle to carry his words into manifestation. Am I communicating at all? So, I, 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 you know, maybe you spoke at the wrong time. Maybe you have not carried the pictures for long. Maybe you are just talking because you know, I've just imagined I'm just talking. No, 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 no. No, when conception takes place, delivery doesn't happen just immediately. No, 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 no. In the womb of time, in the womb of time, in the womb of time, has that thing that you have conceived by ideas, by imagination, has it matured enough to be pushed out? Am I? Am I? Am I? 
Am I? Praise God. Your resources, available resources, your imagination, so on. the words. Uh, don't just be speaking. Carry the thing long enough before you start voicing it. Every day, you are holding that picture. Every day. Right? Where do you get those pictures from? You see, he gave us his word to help us to dream. Okay, so when he puts a picture in you or you catch what you want to do and the imagination starts coming, understand this. Where is it coming from? Where is it coming from? You must have a source. Do you, is God your source? Oh, come on, talk to me. You didn't talk to me. <laughs> So, he feeds you with pictures. That you catch them. Wow. When you close your eyes, they keep coming. When you open your eyes, you see them in your mind. When somebody is saying something, you say, this is not what I'm seeing. I see something different. But then, you hold it. For how long? That it becomes so strong. Am I communicating? Then you realize that when now you speak, it is not empty words anymore. It's not empty words anymore. It's not empty words anymore. There is that vehicle uh, of your words carrying what? The pictures that you want to see. Huh? Going to create. The creation has already started in your imagination. Does it make sense? The word of God shows us clearly. You see. Now he says, man shall not live by but everywhere that proceeded. <laughs> Luke chapter 4 verse 4. <laughs> so, if you are grouping the resources, you would say they are spiritual resources, okay? These two are. Because imagination is in the realm of the spiritual. Oh yes. Oh yes. It's not in the realm of what you can see. Do you understand? Yeah, somebody may put it in the soul, but then the spirit is in possession of the soul. A lot to say about that. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by, but by every word of God. So, right away, he makes you know that the word of God is your resource. Okay? Is what is available for you to live by. The word of God is your resource. Does it make sense? The word of God is what? Your resource. Let me ask you this simple question. Do you think the temptation of Jesus, I'm, I'm asking you, do you think the temptation of Jesus the devil was physically standing there and talking to him. You say you are a son of God. Turn this stone to bread. Or it was in a certain realm. But then he was seeing the physical. So now, in what realm was he seeing the stone turn into bread? 
then he could discern who was speaking. Because he had power to turn that stone to bread. But he, he must have that picture first. And that picture, he must know who he's coming from. Because he was in the time of fasting. So who is this picture coming from? So you think the devil was standing there? He could, he could know that pictures are linked with voices. <laughs> pictures are linked with voices. Whose voice is behind the picture? When you had the picture to go and sleep with that girl, whose voice was behind the picture? Why did you come to say that it is not you, it is the devil? Haven't you heard many people say, oh, it was not me, it was the devil. That means whose voice was behind the picture that came into your mind to do that? Was the devil standing there? Yes. Are you following the thing? So the voice was behind the picture. Man shall not live by, but by every word. Every word of God. Every word of God. So the word of God is your resource. The word of God is your resource. The word of God affords you, affords you the material with which you can dream. Okay? Yeah. You can imagine. Alright? So the pictures that you see are supposed to be held long enough. Alright? <laughs> Amen. Amen. So whenever the word of God comes to you or you spend time in the word of God. Now the Bible is the written word of God. Alright? The written word of God. The Bible is not all the word of God. Take note of that. It is the beginning of you knowing the word of God. Because as you grow in him, he can speak to you things that may not necessarily be verbatim in the scripture. Uh, uh, uh? Okay. Uh, or you don't get it. But that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So, for example, the canonization of the scriptures. Those who said that, let's only accept these books of the Bible. You know, the word Bible, when you say Bible, the word B-I-B-L-E, huh? the meaning is collection of books. So, please, when you hear a presentation that wants to let you understand what the Bible is, don't fight it and say, the guy is... Antichrist is fighting the Bible. No, no, collection of books. These books, in these books, we are shown, okay? We are introduced to the God who is our father. Then, as we grow, all right, you will be there. He may speak to you about a business. And it is not, so, okay, God is talking to you about um, uh, maybe produce uh, something. Whatever. Then you are going to look for a scripture. So say, no. Show me from here where I must produce. What's the meaning of that? How, how can you, how can you, how can you, how can you say that I should show you from the Bible where it is written that Elder David of Oswege will produce pen? 
But then, a word of knowledge can come concerning you. That is a resource. That's the word of God. So, the Bible is the beginning of the knowledge of the word of God, but it doesn't end there. Why is it that we love prophecy? That thing that the prophet was telling you, was it written in the, in the, in the Bible? That's the word of God. The word of God is living and active. But the scriptures opens us up to the word. Are you getting the point? So the word of God is your resource. The word of God is your resource. Whether the written word or the rhema word, okay, or what he would reveal by word of knowledge or word of wisdom, it is your resource. It is your spiritual resource. So when I come and I share the word of God with you, I am just opening you up to your resource. It's yours. He gave it. Listen to this scripture in the book of Luke. Luke chapter 11 verse 28. I hope you are here. I'm finishing in just uh, some few minutes. Can we all read it? One, two, go. But he said, Yea, rather, blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. This is Jesus speaking. He said, when you hear the word of God and you keep it, you are blessed. So, the word of God is your spiritual resource in fulfilling purpose. Am I communicating? So, whenever the word of God is coming to you, open up yourself for that because it is your resource for success. It's your resource. When it comes to you, it awakens your imaginative power. So, when we say, you are great, Maybe we mention a particular field. Right away you see that it awakens pictures of greatness. Am I communicating? You are going far. It awakens pictures of going far. Everything will be well with you. It awakens pictures of everything being well with you. Am I communicating? Uh, 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 uh. See the word as your powerful spiritual resource. So get it? Your imagination and the word. <laughs> Last Friday, I was sharing something with you. I round up with this. The Roman centurion who came to Jesus. My servant is sick. Very bad situation. Very bad condition. Isn't it? My servant is sick. He needs healing. Jesus said, I'll come to your house and heal the centurion said, please, please, don't come. Don't come. Just speak. The, the centurion knew the power when words are released. And now this was the word, speaking the word. This was the word, speaking the word. He said, are you? I know who you are. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of the Lord. I know who you are. Just speak. The word has so much intelligence to go and search for the sick servant. The sickness not known. And diagnose the servant and enter where he needs healing. <laughs> Glory to God. But then, what was the word going to work with? What was the word going to work with? It was going to work with the pictures that the centurion had had of his servant being healed. Just speak the word and my servant shall be healed. He had a picture. 
Just speak the word and my servant shall be healed. Uh, can you have that much faith? I told you, he who is sent from God speaketh the words of God. And you come to me as God's servant. And say, please, this situation, uh, speak. But the first question I ask you, what, what picture do you have of the situation? You know, some people have a very bad picture of their situation. So when even you are speaking, after speaking, they come back again. It's not, it has not changed though. It has not changed. Nothing has happened. Why? They are not seen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Value this power God has given you to imagine. Value it. Value it. I said value it. I said value it. The pictures you see, they are real. Value it. I'm telling you, if, if they are evil, then know the source. Huh? Am I communicating? Yeah. The voice behind the picture. There's always a voice behind the picture. The guy is seeing himself as a very rich person, billionaire. Then a voice comes. I can give it to you if you serve me. You can pretend you serve the living God, but it is me. I won't have any problem. Just that there are certain things don't do. Just, just connect to me. Is it not that the devil told Jesus, I will give you all of this if you bow down and serve me? Who was there? Who will know that Jesus went to bow to the devil? Nobody will see. Jesus was the only one in the, in the desert. But he knew the voice behind the picture. I will give all of this to you. I'm going to give it 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 to you. Has he said you shouldn't eat this? Come on, when you eat, nothing will happen to you. When you eat, nothing will happen to you. You try it and see. It's a very nice fruit. Then what happened? Yet she ate it. She ate it. She ate it. I'll give it to you. You know, don't be deceived when people say nyami, 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 nyami. Nyami simply means the unyana no one be designing, be designing, be designing. This thing about wealth, 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 people hungry for wealth, chasing wealth, they will do anything for money. Yeah. Be careful. So when he says, I'll make you a billionaire, ah, a voice will come suggesting some things that will make you a quick billionaire. You, 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 you. Then the pictures will start coming. Oh, this one, if you cut, uh, if you cut a cocoa, it's nothing. It's nothing. It is just something that you just do. You know, I was surprised to, I was surprised to get into the detail of somebody I called my son who was standing on my pulpit. I was very, very surprised. Very surprised of the places he can visit. And I was putting my hand on his head. I won't say much. I won't go further. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. When somebody is hungry, I want to be wealthy, I'm going to be rich. You watch them closely and see if they go through the process. Then all of a sudden, 
Ask questions. Oh, ask questions. Oh, this pop, 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 pop. You have become wealthy overnight. <laughs> <laughs> ask questions. Don't sit down and say, when you know you're a master. Hey, ask questions. Ask questions. <laughs> one time, one time, said, uh, somebody who said, he claims that he has property. He claims he has property. So something happened. Then he said he wants to change the name of the name on the documents so that it will look like it's not his. Then I asked the question, if it is true, why are you afraid? Because truth, if it is true, and if it is true, and it is really true that you got it in the right way, why are you afraid? Why should you be afraid if it is true? <laughs> the reason why you are afraid is because you don't know you don't want the truth to come out. Caution. When you see the, you say, hey, pause. Are you sure? Are you sure? Because from the Bible, I know that the devil also gives riches. I know. From the Bible, because he told Jesus, he promised Jesus he will give it to him if he serves him. Please don't be deceived. He also he promised Jesus. Ah, if even Jesus was promised, you come on, come on, please, people of God. Let's be very Look, who am I? Let's be serious. If even Jesus, he could tempt him and promise him wealth if he bows to him. Ah, who am I? <laughs> Why did Jesus reject that? Why did Jesus not bow? But some accept. There are people who are hungry for wealth. They will, they will let chickens swallow 10 seeds so that they die in 10 years. Yeah. Irrespective of their being in church. <laughs> Nowadays, church is not like it used to be. Church, many things can be in church. I'm telling you, many things, many things can be on the pulpit. Many, many things. That has no connection with God at all. And we have a generation bankrupt of discernment. May the Lord make us sharp. In discernment. Say, brother, I appreciate you. Take your well too. Let me go, let me go gradually. God will take me also there. All this flaunting of things. Hmm? Who, who, who told you that if somebody is driving a certain car, that means he has God's approval? Who said that? No, who said that? Somebody came to show me a document of a car. And he claimed that is for his uncle. He claimed it's for his uncle. His uncle's picture was on the document. But he knows that I believe things. Because if you say it's your uncle, why should I be concerned about whether it's for your uncle or not? Because, I mean, what, what does that do to me? Hmm. It's for your uncle, yo. It's for your uncle. I went to meet my wife and said, oh, this is my new car. Which one should we believe? Which one should we believe? Your uncle. Mm. That's it. Within, within, how many? Pop, 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 pop. Are you sure these things you are doing, who is always oh, for my uncle? The day I find out is yours. That will be the last day you, you ever see my face because you are wicked. He thought that day will never come. Everything is for my uncle. 
Yes, because even his physique wouldn't, his physique doesn't qualify that thing. His physique. His, even the color of his teeth. <laughs> My name is Pastor Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Even the color of his teeth. Yeah. yeah. Somebody that I had to advise about body odor. Yeah. And show him how to cure body odor because he had some. And now he's bragging. I can define you, eh? Because I know you. Say, it's for my uncle. It's for my uncle. Say, okay. This kiki kiki. When that thing you went to take start swallowing you, you know. Take your time and let God bless you. You see, people like that, when they start talking, they say, people jealous me. Who jealous what? That what? Don't be jealous of anybody. Jealous of what? Where are you going? No, where are you going? So please take your time. Don't let the devil suggest things to you for you to fall for him. And now you become a captive of the devil. And everything that is about you is a lie. You turn this way, you are lying. You turn this way, you are lying. You everything is a lie. Everything is a lie. Everything is a lie. And where, because men are not designing, they, even, they don't even want to sack somebody who they think can bring money. I will sack you. I don't want to have anything to do with darkness. May God help us, all of us. Yeah. Know your resources. Please, your resources is not the money in somebody else's pocket. Know your resources. The first spiritual resource, your imagination. The second I've mentioned is what? The word of God. But remember, it is when you have access to the word that your imagination is stayed. Remember, there is always a voice behind the pictures. If there was no Facebook somewhere in the spirit, there can't be Facebook. Because Facebook is a wonder. What size do they use to store the data? Size of, yeah. Instagram is a wonder. TikTok is a super wonder. No, I'm, te I'm telling you. From which realm did all these things drop? Don't tell me that they just happened. There are people who key in with their imaginative power. Then a voice communicates. Nothing big is built without a voice behind an image. Huh? I see you mounting up Amen. with wings as eagles. Amen. And as you trust in Jesus, I see the word of God bringing pictures to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I also speak, may your discernment be sharpened that you will never fall prey 
to the deceptions of the devil. But you live to serve the living God. I pray. When he brings you pictures and the voice behind it is the enemy. May you be discerning enough to know this is not God. This is not God. This is not God. And you run away from it. When the devil gives you something, he will come back for it. And when he's coming back for it, he will be coming back for it with your life. Stay with God. And let him prosper you. In Jesus' name. Somebody shout a living amen. God bless you for listening to today's message. If you want to give your heart to Christ, just say this short confession after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you died. And on the third day, you were raised back to life. And you are alive. I confess with my mouth that Jesus, you are Lord. You are the Lord of my life. Even from this day forth, precious Spirit of God, help me to live for the Lord all the days of my life. God bless you. If you said that confession, you are a child of God. Make sure you are planted in a church that will raise you in the word of God so that you become a tree of righteousness that will bear fruit to the glory of God. God bless you. Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with my Pastor Christian. We believe you have been refreshed by the shepherd's stream for a glorious living in Christ Jesus. You can get the messages of the man of God, Pastor Christian, on Facebook, Telegram, YouTube, Podcast, or Podcast Addict, all at My Pastor Christian or Shepherd Stream Church. You may also call our helpline for the messages and the books of Pastor Christian and for pure pastoral counsel and any other enquiry on 0540-953-017 We also have the pleasure to invite you to join us in our glorious celebration services this and every Sunday at the Fresh Oil Assembly, Kumasi City Church, KCC, Edum, right opposite the GRA building, behind the Ejaba building. My Pastor Christian also comes your way with Shepherd Stream Prayer Session this and every Friday at 6.30 p.m. at the church premise at Edum. You can also join in the prayer session via Facebook Live at My Pastor Christian. Come, pray, and experience the glory of God. God bless you. Shalom, shalom.